Welcome to the Explore More podcast, where we hope to entertain, educate, and inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and into the outdoors. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kate. We're best friends bringing you all things adventure so you can explore more. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at exploremore.podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Explore More podcast. We're sorry it's been a couple weeks, but it's the holidays, so I think everyone's a little crazy. Um, But with that, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We're excited to be back on here. And this week's episode is going to be all about goal setting. So with the new year right around the corner, we're hoping to give you guys a couple tips for goal setting and share some of our goals to help maybe keep us a little bit accountable. And yeah, we're we're really excited for this episode and to be back on here. Yeah. And so I guess we'll start off by getting rid of the eye roll that we're not going to make resolutions. Yes. We're going to talk about setting actual tangible goals that you can stick to, not resolutions. That's just saying you're going to do something and then having it fall off in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Resolutions. I was doing some research and a lot of resolutions are like short-term things or like Kate said, things that you don't really stick with for long-term. And we're really talking about goals that you can stick with, you know, through the whole year and maybe the rest of your life, depending on what your goals are. Um, So just some ways to set those goals and to keep yourself accountable for those goals. Exactly. And so, One of the acronyms that we have seen probably a billion times, and you've probably seen it too, but it's nice to just kind of hear someone go over it, is the acronym SMART. So setting SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, and we'll kind of go over what everyone means. Um, But the first one, S, is be specific. So it should be like an actual measurable thing that you can achieve and making sure that it's not vague. So... Let's say, for instance, you're like, oh, this year I want to, I don't know, like travel. Like, that's not a very specific thing. So mm-hmm. it's like, if you want to travel, it's like, where to? Mm-hmm. How many times? Mm-hmm. When? You Like, that kind of stuff. So the more specific, the better. Um, and it can just hold you a little bit more accountable and keep you on track. Yeah. And going into that one, you want to be specific and you want to make sure that it's a measurable goal. So... A good thing that I like to do is reward myself like when I hit like a little milestone of whatever goal I'm trying to achieve. Like, for example, last year I wanted to hike 52 hikes in the year. And so each time I hit like a quarter milestone, you know, you you do something to reward yourself or to to tell yourself like, okay, I made it this far. I can keep going. And it's a really good way to keep yourself motivated to keep going with your goal when you're, you know, hitting short-term milestones. Exactly. And the A in SMART is make sure they're attainable and in your control. So you don't want to set a goal that has anything to do with, like, anyone else. You want it to be completely within your means, completely within your control. So I, for me, like, attainable, you, like, I'm all about going big or going home, but you don't want to burn yourself out by going like too hard in the paint. So you just want to make sure they're attainable and that you're not setting yourself up for failure by doing like 
setting goals that you can't achieve yourself. Exactly. So be realistic and push yourself at the same time. Like, yeah. make sure that it's not completely outrageous, but set a goal that's going to like challenge you and kind of stretch you yeah. know, your abilities and make you better at something. Yeah. So the next thing is R and that is relevance. So make sure that you're doing it for you and make sure that like you're thinking of your future self and saying, what do I want to achieve by the end of 2023 or by, you know, like April, May, June, whatever your timestamp is, but make sure that they're actually important and relevant to your life. Like you're not looking at someone else's life, maybe in your family or social media or someone and thinking like, oh, I have to keep up with them. Make sure that they're relevant to your specific life and the things that you want to stay on track with. Yeah, it's easy to get caught up in like what the people around you are doing. Like, for example, like if someone wants to, like, I don't know, like lose weight or do something for a job or whatever, sometimes it's easy to get sucked into those and think like, oh, if they're doing that, I have to do that. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Like, I... I want you to not do that. Like, I want you to do what's best for you. And so this part of the SMART goal setting is just to make sure it's, you're focusing on what you want to achieve and what you want your future self to be like down the road. Exactly. And then T is time bound. So um, for this, I like, you really want to try to like prioritize one goal at a time and make a commitment of when you will, when you want to achieve that goal, or when you want to start adding in new goals. Because I, we're going to talk about this later, but um, sometimes people just get so burnt out by trying to do too many things at once. So this is a really good way to put a like a time sensitive thing on. Okay, this is what I want to incorporate first, and then once I hit a certain mark, I'm going to incorporate something else. Or once I hit a certain mark, I'll be done with that and I'll do something else. Mm-hmm. So it's just a really good way of, you know, making sure you're doing the things you want to do by telling yourself, this is when I have to get them done. Yeah. And it keeps it sustainable too. Like mm-hmm. you said, like you're not, you're not going to be successful if you just try to completely like overhaul your life all in one day. Mm-hmm. So by doing them, making them time bound and making sure that you're prioritizing them and setting up like time related tasks, then you're you're going to stay on track and it's going to be a lot more of a sustainable goal. Yeah. And you don't want to make them too short or too long either. Mm-hmm. So you really have to find the fine line of like, okay, this is what I want to do, but I don't want to give myself too much time to where I'm going to forget about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't also want to like short myself and rush it. And so that it's not getting done. So there's a fine line, but it's all personal and based off of whatever goal you're trying to achieve. Yeah. And if you have something like, let's say you start this in January, like, when we're going to release it, let's say you have a goal that's set for like June. Well, June's six months away and that's a really long time for something to kind of get put on the back burner for you to forget about. So break it down and say, okay, like I might be doing this in June, but what can I do in January to help? What can I do in February to help? Mm -hmm. What can I do in March to help? So then you're kind of setting timestamps along the way and like miniature goals that add up to that big one. So then at least on the way to that goal, you're staying on track. Yeah. Yep. And that kind of goes back to the M, the measurable part to where, you're hitting those milestones and keeping yourself on track to whatever goal you're wanting to achieve. Exactly. Yeah. So with that, um, like I said, we kind of want to share some of our goals with you guys um, because it helps keep us accountable and helps you guys kind of get to know us a little bit better too and what we're hoping to accomplish throughout the year. So um, like I said, last year, my goal 
was to hike 52 hikes in the year, which I did accomplish. Um, this year, my goal was to do 365 miles hiked in a year, which I did not accomplish, <laughs> unfortunately, because uh, we ended up living in a semi-truck on the road. So it was a little hard to, you know, hike a lot. Um, but my goal for next year is to hike 365 miles. So kind of a mile per day essentially is the goal. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping to achieve that, but we'll see. You never know what life throws at you. Um, another goal of mine is movement three to four days a week. I'm, I feel like I'm really good at keeping up with my fitness routine, but when life gets busy, for some reason, it, it just goes all down the drain. And I really want to focus this next year on a minimum of three to four times a week. So even if things are crazy, making time for my fitness, because I know how much of a difference it makes in my life, makes in my, you know, my not only like physical, but mental, everything, like it makes such a big difference in my life. And I know that it does. And so I just want to make sure I'm keeping up with that. So that's something I can measure, which is great. Um, along with that, like I said, I've, I've always been pretty good about my fitness routine, but my eating habits have like always like been up and down and all over the place. So <laughs> I think it's probably true for everybody. Yeah. Like everybody gets in these kicks, these like health kicks where like, I'm going to eat so clean and you do it for like two weeks and then. Pizza. <laughs> yeah, then you want pizza or it just like goes down the drain or you like lose the motivation to do it. But um, I've always been a fan of like the 80-20 rule where you eat healthy 80% of the time and then the other 20% of the time you can like indulge a little bit into things that aren't so healthy. And I think this is a really good mindset for a lot of people because a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I just need to stick to this diet. If I go off this diet, I'm ruined, which I mean, it depends. Like if you're on keto or whatever, then you have to be pretty yeah. specific with it. But for a majority of the time, I feel like this can be relatable to everybody because you don't want to be on a diet 100% of the time. You're going to get burnout. You're going to get tired of eating the same things and you're going to crash and then it's going to crash hard. And so by allowing yourself to eat what you want 20% of the time, you're kind of able to keep that motivation going and mm -hmm. eat. It's more of like a lifestyle. It's more sustainable. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, it's not a diet. It, it is a lifestyle and it's kind of like a thing that you want to put into practice the rest of your life. You yeah. know, it's not just like, this is what I'm doing for now. And when I get tired of it, I'm going to skip to something else. This is like the rule that I want to do the rest of my life. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's a good way to look at it too because like the all or nothing mindset has got me into so much trouble mentally and like metabolically mm -hmm. it's not even funny so I like the 80 20 rule because the biggest thing like you don't have to be super rigid with the numbers but the biggest part of the 80 20 rule is like when you have it under your control and like when you can focus on like whole foods veggies that kind of stuff and then that 20 percent is like social stuff or like mm -hmm. maybe someone cooks you dinner and like even if like I've done keto I've literally done every diet mm -hmm. the sun, and it's stressful because my husband and I have a really social life so like if someone cooks you dinner you should be more focused on someone cooking you dinner in that time with that person than following a strict diet yeah. like that's just not 
it's not sustainable and we want to add we want to add things to life like we want to add good things to life and positivity yeah. and like add health and everything so with that 80 20 year olds it's just a guideline of like majority of your nourishment should come from whole nourishing foods and then that 20 percent's like have the ice cream have the pizza yeah have the burger eggs. when you yeah. get done with a hike you know yeah, like exactly like you should be able to indulge in your life so yeah yeah and what i like i just don't understand sometimes how i mean it's not sustainable people can't do a hundred percent of something like that for long term and kate and i i think it's for a long time we've both kind of had this mindset of it doesn't have to be all or nothing and incorporating things like these, these things into your life makes it so much more enjoyable. Yeah. You know, exactly. And like Sarah and I were talking earlier and I mentioned like how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I personally, for me, I don't want my life to be really rigid and like strict Mm -hmm. and I don't know, like planned out to the T I just, for me, that's kind of boring. Like, I love my routines. I love my rituals, all that kind of stuff. But I also really like spontaneity. And mm-hmm. I really like just kind of like having adventure in my life. Like, yeah. That's the whole point of this podcast. So if you do one, like, how you do one thing is how you do everything, then I'm going to implement that with food. Like, I want to have days where I'm just like, I'm going I'm to order a pizza. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to go hang out with my friend yeah. and get something breadsticks and, yep. like, go on a hike. Like, you can be active while you're doing this. It's just get rid of the rigidity and... Yes, majority should be, like, good, yummy, delicious, nourishing whole foods. But Mm -hmm. definitely, if you want the cookie, eat the dang cookie. Yeah. Yeah, life's short. Yes. Eat the cookie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And while we're talking about that, there is something that I think should be spread so far and wide because I just learned it in a nutritionist course. And it's – I don't – it doesn't even, like, have a name. I just call it, like, the fiber rule. Um, But one of the biggest parts of, like, that having that, like, sustainable – energy and not having that like giant crash after eating you know like carbs or sugar or anything like that is fiber and so what i learned is for every 10 grams of carbs when in anything like in a box food or whatever you want at least one gram of fiber so it's a one to ten ratio so let's say you have something that has like 40 grams of carbs you want the fiber content within that to be four grams of fiber or more and um whole foods really i mean like they don't have a label you don't really need to worry about whole foods like most whole foods whole fruits and vegetables have plenty of fiber so like don't don't like i said don't get too rigid with this rule or anything like that it's totally just a guideline and since implementing it into my diet and just choosing things that have a little bit more fiber content Mm -hmm. it helps so 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 much and i still get to have like pastas and breads and things like that but i don't crash and burn afterwards i literally feel fueled to live an active lifestyle yeah. like it has changed the game so that's just a rule that i kind of wanted to put out here one to ten ratio fiber to carbs see if it helps yeah i um, i bet your digestive system will oh, thank yeah. you for it <laughs> yeah for sure it definitely helps. especially with i mean this is a whole different topic but especially with how much like chemicals and stuff they're putting in foods these days it's nice to take like a generalized look at what you're eating. Mm-hmm. So like this is a good kind of way to just like glance over what's what you're putting in your body and trying to see if it will fit. But yeah, it's like I said, we could go into a whole different yeah. topic about yeah. our foods these days <laughs> and what they're putting in it. But um, that's a good, definitely a good rule to kind of stick by. But um, especially for me, because I have such a sensitive stomach mm-hmm. that 
I really need to pay more attention to these kinds of things because my stomach hates me most yeah. of the time. So, and I do promise like if even like pastas and stuff, I live in a small town with a small town grocery store and you can still find like whole grain pastas that have that ratio or at mm -hmm. least close, like just get as close as you can. And it will give you so much more sustained energy rather than just like having that indulgence still and then feeling the crash after what afterwards and burning mm -hmm. and getting super tired. So mm -hmm. yeah, I hope obviously it's not a like hard and fast rule, but something to implement and just keep in mind going into the new year that has completely changed the game for me that yeah. I love to share. Cause yeah, I want everybody to feel good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so going into a net, another goal that we have, um, one book per month. I feel like this is my goal every year, but I suck <laughs> at it. Um, cause I love reading, but sometimes life's just like yeah. sweet geography and you just feel like that's the last thing on your mind is reading a book. Um, but my goal is to read one book per month and I mean, fictional, non-fictional or like self-development books are really great. So that's kind of going to be my goal for this year is more books like that. And, um, I was talking to Kate about books for like helping improve my health and stuff. So books like that to figure out what's going on, <laughs> figure out what's going on with my body and just, books to kind of like give me a little bit more information about what's going on in the world because everybody could use a little bit more of that. <laughs> and I totally second that goal. I feel like in the winter months and like fall, I'm a book worm. Mm -hmm. And then in the summer I'm like, who oh, needs? Yeah. Who needs books? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I feel like, um, yeah, I want to get in the habit of reading like 10 pages a day or so and maybe reading before bed, mm -hmm. like shutting off the screen and reading. My yeah. problem with the screen thing, though, is I actually read a lot on my iPad and my phone. Mm, <clears> that makes it hard. Yeah, yeah, see, I like I prefer an actual book because I feel like there's like a sense of like completing it, you know. And yeah, that's what I like to do. I like to read before bed so I can like shut off my phone and yeah. get away from those things and just read a little bit beforehand. So yeah. So either audiobooks or physical books or ebooks or whatever. Yeah. We're gonna stick to one book a month. Yeah. And like <laughs> let's say it's like June twenty ninth and we haven't read a big book for June. I'm gonna text you and be like, read this fat page books. Yeah. <laughs> read this little baby book or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay, well, the next one that we have on our list is communication with family and friends. And both of us, like, we're that, <laughs> we, we say a low-maintenance friend, but I think we're just maybe putting a title on, like, being lazy friends. I don't yeah. Know. We're low-maintenance in the fact that, like, out of sight, out of mind, I'm the friend that, like, will never, ever take it personally if someone doesn't call me in, yeah. like, a month. I'm like, yo, we still homies. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. I'm loving you from a distance. <laughs> like, I haven't forgotten about you. But, yeah, it's totally, like, an out of sight, out of mind thing. But yeah. So both of us are talking about how we need to get better about, like, reaching out and communicating with family and friends. And yeah. just staying in touch a little bit better when life gets hectic and busy. Yeah. And not only that, for all my friends – I'm sure you know, I am terrible at texting back for some reason. Like, I don't know why I get like, I don't, I, I, I really don't have an answer, but I will be talking to someone and all of a sudden I'll just stop. And I don't, I don't know why, but like my goal this year is to not do that. I am ending the conversations this year. Like, I am sorry for all my friends who do not receive a text back from me, but 
I am trying to be better about that. So that kind of goes along with this goal is communication, not only like starting the conversations, but finishing them. <laughs> Both you and I are going to be like, okay, bye. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, no, bye. I'm saying bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's a, that's a big goal. And I mean, that's, like I said, that's been a goal of mine for a while, but this year I'm freaking sticking to it. <laughs> We're gonna be calling each other out because both of us are pretty bad about it. Yeah. If I open a text during like work or <laughs> I know when I shouldn't, like I'll get a text and I'll be like, "Don't open it, Kate. Yeah. You're gonna forget about this." And then if I'm smart, I, I save it. Yeah. And like see, and then I'll like reply when I get home. But sometimes <laughs> my dumbass opens yeah. my text <laughs> and there's no going back. Yeah. And I reply in my head and I'm like, "Love ya." Yeah. But I don't actually do it in person, so yeah. yeah. I don't. <clears throat> I don't hold it against you. Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. So yes, we are going to communicate with family and friends better. Just <sighs> be warned. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it personally because it's just how we, we are. Yeah, we love you, but it's just I don't know our minds. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I wish I could explain why it happens, but I, I know it's like the grasp of time. Like I have no concept of time yeah. at all. And when it comes to like communication with other people, like three months will go by. Yeah, and, and I'm like, like, shoot, I didn't respond to that text message. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be like, oh, I just talked to them like three days ago, and it's yeah. been three months. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's very true. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> our next goal. Um, so for those who listened to our podcast a couple podcasts ago, um, I went on this adventure called the Highlander. It's a backpacking like experience. Well, our goal is to go again this year. Um, Kate's going to come with me. And we have a couple other friends that are wanting to go with us as well. So our goal is to accomplish another Highlander. At least a 30. At least a 30-mile Highlander. Yes, I want to do 60, but... We'll see. <laughs> we shall we're see. Gonna be, what is it? We're going to be smart with our goals. Oh, yeah, that's true. We don't want to go too hard in the paint. Too. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, so we want to do a 30-mile Highlander. Uh, my friend Michaela and I, we did the 15-slash-20-mile Highlander last year. So we're bumping it up another notch, and we're going to do a 30-mile Highlander this time. So we are really excited about that. We're going to start planning that, like, pronto. Mm-hmm. And get that into motion. Yes. And this year they have way more locations than they did last year because they're just getting into the United States. So if you guys are interested in the Highlander, go to their Instagram. It's just called Highlander USA. And they are doing four different locations, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in doing. US this year. Yep. They're doing Utah, Montana, California again, and another, uh, another California yeah. in Lake Tahoe. So yeah. a lot more options, which is awesome. Um It was honestly one of the most incredible experiences. If anybody's looking to do like a big group backpacking experience. Or even if you just want to like meet people who also backpack or if you've never really done it and you're kind of like on that ledge where you're like, oh, I want to go, but I don't have anybody to go with. This is the perfect opportunity for you. And if you know us, reach out like, or even if you don't know us, like slide into our DMs, start following the Highlander and it's just I don't know. I haven't done it. Sarah did it, but just like learning from her experience with it, I am so excited to just have that like camaraderie on the trail. So Mm -hmm. if you're searching for that, definitely look into the Highlander for like getting your foot in the door with backpacking. Yeah. Yeah. It's really such an amazing experience and you, you won't regret it. Yeah. I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm stoked for you. I'm stoked 
for myself to do it again. <laughs> and this year we're gonna do it. Sarah and I have tiptoed around Grizz Country for so many hikes. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, one day we'll hike in Montana. One day we'll hike in Wyoming. Yeah. Well, this year we're gonna do it. <laughs> we're gonna do the one in Montana. So. We're going to hike in Grace Country, but I yeah. mean, we're going to be with a lot of people. So Yeah. And I used to live in Kalispell, so I have like kind of a general understanding of what to do and what not to do. And, but now I'm an adult and I have to take care of myself and <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah, exactly. But we'll be fine. We'll be, be fine. a good way to rip the bandaid off. It's true. It yeah. Do it with like a group. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It'll feel a little more safe, but. Yeah, so we're excited. So right along with that, um, one of my goals, and actually Sarah is going to implement it herself with taking another first timer on the Highlander, because last year she took Michaela and it was her first time backpacking. I have a whole list of like four people in my life that have never gone backpacking, but have asked me specifically to take them and go. And so I'm going to like guide my little besties and my family along their first backpacking trips this year. And I'm really, really excited about it. I'm kind of nervous. Like I overthink everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I have to pick like the most beautiful scenery and I want to like make sure that they get into it and make sure that the trip goes really well. And like have it be that perfect combination of like challenging, but also beautiful and not miserable. Like yeah. So Anyway, that'll be a really fun um, goal for me to take, yeah, my friends and family that are showing interest in backpacking and want to get into it. Yeah. Yeah, And along with that, if any of you guys that are listening are kind of in the local Idaho area and ever want to go on a backpacking trip, let us know. We've been talking about, you know, maybe setting something up for, you know, newbies to join us and like Kate said, we really love introducing people into like this community because it's so enriching and I, I know it's done wonders for both of our lives. And so getting people involved is something we're both really passionate about. So if anybody's interested in backpacking, has any questions about backpacking, I know we'll do more podcasts on it mm-hmm. for sure. But always feel free to reach out if you have any questions or you want to go, but you don't have anybody to go with. Mm-hmm. We're we're here. Yep. And even if we can't necessarily be the ones to take you firsthand, yeah. hopefully we have enough resources in our tool belt because we've been doing this that we can like help steer you in the right direction or give a little tidbit of advice to get you closer to walking out the door and onto a trail. Yep. So yep. Definitely. Don't be afraid to reach out. Yep. All right, so along with being a newbie, yes. we are going to be newbies. I think we talked about this in the last episode. I think we did too, yeah. So I put this out there that I wanted to, like, relearn how to ski, and oh boy, <laughs> like, three of my friends are like, let's go. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is real. <laughs> so update, I bought snow pants and a helmet <laughs> and goggles, so the only thing I need is just to go and rent the gear mm-hmm. like rent the skis and stuff and it's gonna happen and one of sarah and i's friends that we met through instagram that actually did the highlander long story short that's how we met so shout out to the highlander again mm-hmm. for bringing people together but anyway she lives um kind of nearby and 
near a ski hill. So she has been saying, like, get your butt to the ski hill. Yeah. And we'll go. Hey, in our defense, we were going to go last week, but it was like negative 12 degrees. Yeah. It was so cold. They shut the ski hill down. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so in our defense, we have tried to go, but exactly. life kind of got in the way of yeah. that. But And I'm also like, I'm very excited, but I'm also terrified. So when it got canceled, I was like, oh, darn. Dang it. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm really excited. And as long as I don't like break my neck, I know I'm going to love it. I know I'm going to be very happy to go again. So that is still on the radar that we're going to learn how to ski. Yeah. We're just going to put you in a bubble though. Yeah. Like one of those big hamster, like live hamster bubbles, because you're kind of a wreck half the time. I'm a wreck on feet. Yeah. So I can't even imagine like me on skis. I just, I've never really understood how to fall with grace. Yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> and skiing is a very accelerated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, we're going to have to ease into that one. I've gone a few times, so I feel like okay skiing, but I'm also not as accident prone <laughs> like you are, so yeah. it'll be great. It'll I feel be like fun. as a kid, I was very coordinated, and like through like college, I was decently coordinated, and then it's just slowly trickled off into the abyss. So yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. I don't even care though. Like I yeah. could ski four feet and be accomplished and happy and then go back to the lodge and play games with my friends. Exactly. And be happy. So well, we're going to go skiing. Yep. And snow is a lot softer surface most of the time than hard ground. So yeah. I, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. So we're going to go skiing. Yep. Yep. All right. So along with that, <clears throat> talking about how we connected with a friend who likes to ski and blah, 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 blah. We want to keep connecting with like-minded women. And yeah. One of the methods is this podcast. Another is like just putting yourself out there, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook hiking groups or whatever. But there has been so much like richness added to my life, even in the last year, by just reaching out to people like on the internet. I know it sounds so weird, <laughs> yeah, but it's true. And I've met quite a few friends this year, and. Sarah's obviously met tons of friends that she has become like real life friends with and gone and done adventurous, amazing things. So mm-hmm. yeah, I want to keep following suit and keep enriching those friendships and make more. Yeah. I think there's this like, I don't know if stigma is the right word for it, but like this idea that, I mean, like stranger danger, you always learn that when you're younger and it's true. You still need to follow yeah. your instincts, but if you get bad vibes, run away. Yeah. Like, yeah. But there is such a big world out there and there are so many amazing people like just at your fingertips. And like Kate said, we have both met so many amazing people just through, you know, like social media and just reaching out, putting yourself out there that like, I wouldn't trade that for the world. Like, yeah, it's a little awkward to just put yourself out there. Like, for example, I put myself out on a Facebook hiking page, like, Hey, anybody want to be my friend? (laughs) Me and my dog just want to go hiking and have some good times. And I've met some of my best friends doing that. So, like, no shame in the putting yourself out there game. (laughs) Because you can meet some really incredible people that will probably change your life. So, be smart about it. But, yeah, (laughs) keeping connected with like-minded women has been so inspiring so far that we want to keep it up exactly so like put the social back in social media yeah and actually put yourself out there and yeah i mean you might reach out and someone turns out to be a total weirdo but that's okay yeah at least you know and at least you tried yeah pivot stranger danger that situation yeah walk away but 
try again. And yeah. I promise you, like, there's a lot of friendship to be made and a lot of adventures to be had mm-hmm. by meeting people that are like-minded that you might have to meet off the internet. So yeah, that's a big goal of mine is to just keep connecting. All right. And then the last of our goals <laughs> is to keep podcasting every two weeks. Yeah. Sorry. We've been in kind of like a, a up and down. Yeah thing with that but yeah our goal every two weeks we're hoping to have a new fresh podcast for you guys because we really do love doing this sometimes life just gets the best of us and we get busy as I'm sure you can all understand especially around the holidays Mm -hmm. but we're really hoping to kick it into gear this next year and podcast have a podcast out every two weeks so keep us accountable (laughs) screaming us on our Instagram yeah um, I saw another one though. We should have our first like big guest. Oh yeah. Goal. Yeah. We've had Kenzie on and we love you, Kenzie. Absolutely. Yeah, and we've had Michaela on. Yes, and Michaela. We love our friend guests. Yes. But we want to have a like quote unquote stranger, not really stranger, I guess. Yeah. But, like someone that we reach out to and ask that may have I don't know, like Yeah, somebody that's like inspired us, yeah. like probably through social media of yeah. some sort and just to bring a new yeah. thing to the table, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's been a goal of ours for a long time, but I think maybe this next year, mm-hmm. that's like, we're going to write it down and we're going to make it happen. Yeah. So we're going to have our first big guest on the podcast in 2023. And we cannot wait. Yep. And I'm saying it because it's going to happen. Like it's going to happen. Because yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Whoever you might be. We're excited for you. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the shit show. Yes. <laughs> oh but yeah so we have quite a few goals this year that we're hoping to achieve um so we're hoping that whoever's listening can maybe make some goals for themselves maybe they're the same as ours who knows Mm -hmm. but we've got some goals that we want to try and achieve and we just wanted to go over a couple things that might help keep your goal setting alive throughout the whole year it's not just like a oh the new year's coming this is what I want to do. And then it fizzle out. These next things are kind of ways that you can keep it going through the whole year so that you can really make sure your goals are done. Exactly. Goals, not resolutions. Yes. One of the first um, methods that we always keep in our back pocket for not letting it become a resolution, actually having it become a goal is not having an all or nothing approach. Yeah. We talk about it a lot. Yeah, we do. And like, like we talked about with the nutrition and stuff like that. It's just keeping that rigidity out. Like, yes, you have a goal, but like say your train derails, you don't just throw the towel in. Yeah. You get that train right back on track and you keep pushing toward that goal. And maybe it's something that derails you to the point where like that specific goal is not attainable anymore, Mm -hmm. but you can always just pivot a little bit or like readjust that goal and maybe make it a little bit different and then continue on. So Mm -hmm. Definitely not the all or nothing approach. We do not like perfectionism here. We are far from perfect. Yeah. No such thing as perfect. So why ever strive for perfection when it's just going to like drive you crazy Yeah. when life happens? Yeah. And if it ever, if your goal ever feels like it's not attainable, like we've kind of talked about in the smart goal things, mm-hmm. just like bring it down a notch, yeah. you know, like you don't have to just completely quit giving up. You don't have to give up on this goal that you're working towards. Just, you know say, oh, I'm going to do it like this instead of like this all or nothing mindset. So that's always an option. Exactly. And if you like 
I don't know, maybe let's say like you're this big dreamer and you're like super optimistic, which that's a superpower. So don't ever like feel bad for being that way. But let's say you're like, okay, I need to practice making smarter goals that I can like actually fulfill. Go talk to someone, but you want to talk to the right person. You don't want to talk to someone who's super negative and is going to like shoot down your goals and be a negative Nancy. You want to talk to someone who you can like be open and honest about and say, this is kind of the goal that I'm shooting for. You know me best can we like brainstorm and figure out how to actually make this happen and like bring it down to the ground so that I can start like working toward this and achieving this. So mm-hmm. yeah, brainstorm with people in your life and pick out someone who is optimistic, but also realistic at the same time, who knows you really well and you can just bounce ideas off and make sure mm-hmm. that it's attainable. That kind of goes into our next little tip is like your environment. Mm-hmm. So part of that is surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. So if, you have goals you want to achieve, try to surround yourself with people that are like going to uplift you and be supportive of those goals. Um, which I know sometimes that's hard to do. Sometimes, you know, people in your life don't always support you, Mm -hmm. but try to get them on board, you know, like if you're positive about it and you keep pushing, normally they will jump on board. Mm -hmm. So, um, if they don't, then kick them out. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Get rid of the negativity. So yeah, environment is huge. And even like more than just people, your physical environment, look around and just think like, what can I do in my physical space to put my focus more toward what I want to achieve? Mm-hmm. Like it can be anything. It can literally even be like putting a picture on your wall of like the hike you want to do. Or like Sarah and I last year, we put our wa- we turned our watch faces to a picture of a hike that we were training for. And so just stuff like that, like keep your goals visual in your environment. And I guess that kind of goes with the next one is like keep a visual representation of your goals, whether it's like a vision board or a list, or if you're a pen and paper person, like maybe your planner or like your phone background or just anything. Like you guys have heard this probably a million times, but it really is true. Like the out of sight, out of mind, like we were mm-hmm. talking about, keep your goals like visual and keep them around you and keep reminders and just like even if it's a reminder like okay for instance I use my phone calendar for everything so if you're someone who doesn't really do well with like pen and paper when you're planning your goals let's say you're planning them in January again like we talked about when you're sitting down planning them and when you're like in that headspace set reminders on your phone like weeks out or once a month that pops up on your phone and says like check in on your goals Mm -hmm. or I don't know, just like whatever timeline your goals are at, just set reminders however you work best personally to where they're going to stay visual in like your life. Yeah, and it definitely helps keep like the motivation alive because it's something you're seeing every day and it's something like tangible that mm-hmm. you can be like, okay, this is this is what I want. This is what my goal is. And I'm looking at this every day in the face. So I have to do it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of like Kate was talking about like finding someone to talk about your goals with accountability and telling your friends and families about your goals is so so important it it's it's probably one of the best ways to keep your goals alive because not only can you maybe find somebody to do these goals with you're telling other people and they're keep they're saying like they're in the back of your head almost like okay you told me you're gonna do this you need to do. I think we talked about this on one of our first podcasts is yeah. like sharing ideas with friends and family. And this is, n- this is 
what you got to do too, you know? And you can even go the next step and like say, hold me accountable. Yeah. This is what my plan is. Whenever you think about it, hold me accountable. Yeah. Talk to them. Yeah. Have that open communication with your friends and family. So along with telling your friends and family about your goals, um, we did kind of just talk about this, but um, make plans with people and stick to them. So the best thing you can do is make plans with people while you're motivated. Um, that way, you know, a week, two, two weeks, a month down the road, you're not like, well, I was excited to do that, <laughs> but not so much anymore. So one of the best things you can do if you're trying to make a goal or do a goal that involves other people, make plans now while you're motivated, even if they're halfway or almost all the way to the end of next year, make plans right now. Exactly. So if you guys can get like a time in mind and just, even if it's like say a backpacking trip and you are going to go with like your best friend and you guys keep saying like, yeah, one day we'll go backpacking. One day we'll go do this or you're going to travel or whatever. Nail it down and actually like get a date in your calendar and say like, hey, June, the weekend of June 20th, Let's set that aside. That's going to be the weekend that we go. Put it in your calendar. We'll figure mm-hmm. out the details, like, between now and then. But tentatively, that is the weekend we're going to go do X, Y, Z. So, yeah, make plans with people. Make actual plans while you're motivated, while you're mm-hmm. thinking about it, while you're kind of mapping out your year. I feel like that's the best way to do it is right now because, especially with outdoorsy stuff, you only have, like, six months if, if even that yeah. yeah like i mean it realistically probably closer to like four if you're gonna do like backcountry stuff so yeah. yeah you only have so many weekends in a year so start actually making the tangible plans with people and you'll stick to them i promise um so yeah we're hoping that some of these tips for goal setting and maybe some of our goals that we've shared can help motivate you guys to set some of your own and hopefully follow through with them for whatever time frame you're looking at. Exactly. And like we said, not a resolution, an actual tangible goal. And if you feel inclined to actually share them, you can reach out at exploremore.podcast on Instagram, slide into our DM, share your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always more than happy to hear any kind of goals that people have, whether it's outdoorsy or not. So feel free if you want someone to bounce ideas off of, reach out, like I said, and we hope that this kind of just maybe sparked a little bit of inspiration or maybe you guys learned something. So yeah, going into the new year, set some good new goals and set yourself up to win. Now is as good of time as any, you know, like if you don't do it now, when are you going to do it? So Um, like we said, the holidays can get busy, but really try to set some time for yourself and the goals that you want to achieve this year and make them smart and figure out a way to attain them and to get them done. Because like I just said, it's now or never. So with that, hope you guys had a Merry Christmas and I hope you guys have a great new year and here's to goal setting. Yes. And exploring more. Woo. Thank you again for tuning into the Explore More podcast. It would mean the world to us if you left a quick review wherever you're listening from. And be sure to share it with someone who you think it might resonate with. To keep up with even more adventures, follow us on Instagram at exploremore.podcast. And always remember, wherever life takes you, explore more.